Appendix D of The Life of Samuel Johnson, Volume 4. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Life of Samuel Johnson, Volume 4 by James Boswell. Appendix D. It is likely that Sir Joshua Reynolds refused to join the Essex Head Club because he did not wish to meet Barry. Not long before this time he had censured Barry's delay in entering upon his duties as professor of painting. Barry answered, if I had no more to do in the composition of my lectures than to produce such poor flimsy stuff as your discourses, I should soon have done my work, and be prepared to read. It is said this speech was delivered with fist clenched in a menacing posture. The Honorable Danes Barrington was the author of an essay on the migration of birds and of observations on the statutes. Horace Walpole wrote on November twenty-fourth, 1780, I am sorry for the Dean of Exeter. If he dies, I conclude the leaden mace of the Antiquarian Society will be given to Judge Barrington. He was Second Justice of Chester. Of Mr. John Nichols, Murphy says that his attachment to Dr. Johnson was unwearied. He was the printer of The Lives of the Poets, and the author of Biographical and Literary Anecdotes of William Boyer, Printer, the last of the learned printers, whose apprentice he had been. Horace Walpole says, I scarce ever saw a book so correct as Mr. Nichols' Life of Mr. Boyer. I wish it deserved the pains he had bestowed on it every way, and that he would not dub so many men great. I have known several of his heroes, who were very little men. The Life of Boyer, being recast and enlarged, was republished under the title of Literary Anecdotes of the Eighteenth Century. From 1778 till his death in 1826, the Gentleman's Magazine was in great measure in his hands. Southey, Reading in 1804, says, I have begun to take in here at Keswick the Gentleman's Magazine, alias the Old Womania, to enlighten a Portuguese student among the mountains. It does amuse me by its exquisite inanity, and the glorious and intense stupidity of its correspondence. It is, in truth, a disgrace to the age and the country. Mr. William Cook, commonly called Conversation Cook, wrote Lives of Macklin and Foote. Mr. Richard Paul Jodrell, or Jodrell, was the author of The Persian Heroine, a tragedy, which, in Baker's Biographica Dramatica, volume 1, page 400, is wrongly assigned to Sir R. P. Jodrell, M.D. Dr. Horsley was the controversialist, later on Bishop of St. David's, and next to Rochester. Gibbon makes splendid mention of him when he tells how Dr. Priestley's Socinian shield has repeatedly been pierced by the mighty spear of Horsley. Windham, however, in his diary, in one place speaks of him as having his thoughts intent wholly on prospects of church preferment. And in another place he says that he often lays down with great confidence what turns out afterwards to be wrong. In the House of Lords he once said that he did not know what the mass of people in any country had to do with the laws but to obey them. Thurlow rewarded him for his letters to Priestley by a stall at Gloucester, saying that those who supported the church should be supported by it. Hawkins thus writes of the formation of the club. I was not made privy to this his intention, but all circumstances considered, it was no matter of surprise to me when I heard that the great Dr. Johnson had, in the month of December, 1783, formed a sixpenny club at an alehouse in Essex Street, and that though some of the persons thereof were persons of note, strangers, under restrictions, for three pence each night, might three nights in a week hear him talk and partake of his conversation. Miss Hawkins says, Boswell was very well justified in his resentment of my father's designation of this club as a sixpenny club, meeting at an alehouse. Honestly speaking, I dare say my father did not like being passed over. Sir Joshua Reynolds, writing of the club, says, Any company was better than none, 
by which Johnson connected himself with many mean persons whose presence he could command. For this purpose he established a club at a little alehouse in Essex Street, composed of a strange mixture of very learned and very ingenious odd people. Of the former were Dr. Heberden, Mr. Windham, Mr. Boswell, Mr. Stevens, Mr. Paradise. Those of the latter I do not think proper to enumerate. It is possible that Reynolds had not seen the Essex head, and that the term Little Alehouse he had borrowed from Hawkins' account. Possibly, too, his disgust at Barry here found vent. Murphy says, The members of the club were respectable for their rank, their talents, and their literature. The Little Alehouse Club saw one of its members, Alderman Clark, Lord Mayor within a year, another, Horsley, a bishop within five years, and a third, Wyndham, secretary at war within ten years. Nichols gives a list of the constant members at the time of Johnson's death. End of Appendix D